Hello and welcome. I'm Rofi Wamadzena. Entrepreneurship is tough. It takes grit and a willingness to move on from a thousand no's because those no's will yield one yes and that one yes can grow the business and build the economy because South Africa banks on business and business banks on us. My guest today is Sean Barber and he's the founder of Rockets. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. A lot of business owners, when they reach a certain point, they want to diversify the business. Mm. How do you diversify a business but remain within the brand you've created and the offering that your customers have come to trust? Um, your, your diversification primarily needs to um, be within your strategic end goal. Okay, so your strategic end goal will be what do I see my brand being in the next one, three, five, ten years. That's your strategic end goal. Um, if you look, we've just had the Olympics. Okay, so if you have an analogy, your, your hammer throw, where the guys spin it around their head and they, they release it and they've got a trajectory that's got that angle in to go into. That is where your strategic vision for your brand should be. It should incorporate certain facets, certain avenues that are within brand. You don't want that hammer ball or throw to go directly that way because it, it will confuse your custom base too much and it will end up doing your brand a disservice. It will dilute your brand. So while you pivot and you go in different avenues, it's got to be within your brand mandate. It's got to be within your brand vision. It mustn't confuse your customer base. Um, that's a very tough thing because you give yourself a scope as a brand to work on various elements you think will grow the business. Mm. And then there's that one dimensional element. Talk us through the brand and that one dimensional element which you've described as a chain. Well, look, you, you, um, that one dimensional element will, will more than likely be the, the original element of your brand, you know, and if that one dimensional element is so strong and it's so profitable, you, you, and I'm not saying you're running a risk because if it's so profitable, you're doing something right. So, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Stick to what you're doing. That one dimensional element, I think if you always do that, and again, it's my personal opinion, if you expand on that line, you are a chain. You are not a brand. A brand encompasses different things, mm. okay? So if you're always opening the same thing, if you've got one restaurant, same name, and you've got 50 of them, you're not a brand, you know? And no disrespect intended to the restaurants out there that there are 50 and they all have the same name, they are a chain. You're a chain, guys, you're not a brand. A brand is off that one-dimensional aspect that you first started on, all right? Um, rockets, for instance if I may use my personal experience as an example. That first one-dimensional aspect was food and bev. Okay, that was what we did. That's what we cut our teeth on. And then, you know, 10, 11, 12 years into that and various forms of that, it's still on the same trajectory. We decided, okay, let's increase our scope. What do we want to do? We want to make this a lifestyle brand. Our ultimate vision, our, 50, our 10, 15 year vision is for Rockets to be a lifestyle brand, not purely food and bev. So what is within lifestyle that we can do? Because 
food and bev, hospitality is lifestyle. What can we do within lifestyle that is not so varied or, you know, at 90 degree angles that it's going to confuse the public or confuse our customer base that will dilute us? But what's within that trajectory that we can do that will take us into the lifestyle aspect? And we chose grooming. Because, I mean, restauranteering you've, you, in, in hospitality, you've got a great set of fundamental risk factors within which to learn, which are, I mean, you've got perishable, desirable, movable goods. Um, if you can learn to run your business and your stock control around those and make those items profitable, you can go into many different aspects. So we decided, okay, cool, we've got the skill set. What can we use that skill set for in something else within brand? And we chose grooming. It's got the same lifestyle element. We can take our design features, everything that we've harnessed and we've got good at, we can slightly shift it. You know, hospitality here, grooming there, both within lifestyle. And that's what we did. We didn't go into car sales or car parts or, you know, we, we kept it within brand, but that definitely a brand versus a chain. A chain is one dimensional, one line. A brand is you've got a much bigger apex. Mm, and, and I'm wondering if the risks of the broader scope, because you've spoken about the risk of running a chain, are they less the risks in a brand than they would be if, um, if you were running a chain? What, are, what do those risks look like? Um, the risks inherent in a brand and a chain, to a certain extent, are the same in terms of the fact that um, you're limited in terms of what you can do in, for closing, for closing non-profitable stores. Okay, you're limited, and that's a risk for you as a brand. So if you're if you're trying to create a brand, you need to know that your avenues for for closing or or shifting businesses within that brand or within that chain, you're very limited. Because people, if they see a closure in a brand or in a chain, they're going to think there might be rust, rust along the whole brand. So your most profitable elements could be tarnished by the fact that you've closed something within your mm -hmm. brand or within your chain. That's the same risk, you know. Um, so I would say a brand and a chain, the, the risk factor for brands and chains are, are quite similar. Um, if, you have mul if you've got a multifaceted brand, you mitigate your risk to a certain extent. Because you've got other, I mean, Rockets is now, we've got Rockets Media, we've got uh, Rockets Man, we've got the Rockets Food and Bev, we've got the Rockets Lolitas. So our brand is multifaceted, that um, there's various aspects that all support each other. Never, never keep something within that brand if you're using other aspects to support one that's not making money. You've got to cut it, mm -hmm. okay? But that's risky for you. So whether you're cutting something within your chain or within your brand, it's going to be risky because it's going to tarnish everything else unless you you spin it properly if you've got standalone businesses different names okay you can cut one without affecting the others and that's brilliant for you you've got far more room to move for instance if i've got five restaurants that are all called different names all right in hospitality it's very difficult to swim against your profitability curves so you've got your your curiosity curve in the beginning which is your steepest, most um, incredible curve in a business. With the, if you've opened it well and you've got everything right when you open that restaurant, that curiosity curve is going to be steep and your profits are going to be huge. And then you're going to get into your gradual incline, your plateau, your gradual decline, and your drop-off. Your drop-off generally happens in three years if, you, you know, if you're a standalone restaurant. So what do you do after three years? What do you do? You change the name, you change the aesthetics, you change the menu. You might want to change your human resource your front of house managers, make it look completely different. Same owners, same landlord, 
bang, straight back into a new curiosity curve again. So that mitigates your risk because you know in three years, if you are, if you are within brand, you don't have that luxury. I can't change the name of that store. I can't suddenly say, oh, okay, my, I'm sensing the fact that I'm hitting my gradual decline curve. I know my drop-off is coming in six to 12 months. I better make a plan. You don't have that. You've got to use your brand innovation to flip that curve on its head. Innovate within brand, you know, and get, and get your, your gradual drop-off, turn it around, get into a gradual incline again. So it's harder. There's more risk in brand because you are limited with the avenues and the moves you can make. Right. You know? With those insights that you've just shared, how important is it for an entrepreneur to understand that you don't necessarily have to expand significantly your brand? Contraction is actually okay. You don't, a business is not just about expansion. There are various elements to it. And a brand doesn't necessarily mean global, you know. Yeah. Look, I mean, expansion and contraction are both critical aspects of building a brand. You know, you can contract in certain areas of your brand and still expand your brand as, as bizarre as that sounds. You know, but um, you, need to, you need to take the emotion out of it. You need to realize, okay, cool, it's time to expand, it's time to contract. It, uh, one of the red flags, the biggest red flag when you're building a brand and, and you have a multifaceted brand is to not use um, two, two things, is to not use certain, certain businesses within your brand to keep others afloat, okay? You can use those businesses for initial finance of a new direction, but if that new direction or an existing direction is not making money on its own, you need to cut it. And it's difficult when you're within brand because you might need to cut something that's not making money and that cut or that closure is going to tarnish your profitable aspects. So you're really limited. But you know, that, that ability to know when to expand and when to contract is pivotal within building a brand. Mm. It really is. It's, but that's what brand building is. That's why there are few brands out there compared to standalone restaurants. You've got millions of standalone restaurants. You don't really have many restaurant you know, chains or brands because it's so difficult to build. Brilliant. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Entrepreneurship takes dedication and perseverance. It's understanding that you are creating a solution to a problem in your surroundings. I hope you've gotten the tools you need to build a business that South Africa can bank on. I'm Ropa Madzena, and I'll see you next time. Bank on it.